This is Coco Talk, the nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. With your host, Mr. Gameplay Goodness himself, Stevie Strout. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to start the local recording just so I have it. All right, so we have the local recording. Yeah, please do. All right, so yeah, so basically we don't have to have a long show today. I would like to, you know, be off the air by three o'clock. So I figure we can just do. It. Does anybody have a project update? Um, I think David and I will update that the Coco VJ. We got the uh, bug fix for the sixty-four column mode done. Now we're just waiting for Ron to test one other bug fix, and then it's pretty well ready, ready to go. Okay, that's the project update. Looks like Mark Overholder's got an apple in the background there. When doesn't he? Yeah. Any <laughs> anything you're going to share with us today, Mark? When we go round robin. Your mic is not on. You're muted. And all we hear static from you too, so yeah. that's probably. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a cocoa project, but. Um... Oh well, he's on something cool. <coughs> just too bad we can't hear him. Yeah, we we'll can't just have to badly dub it in. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like. Oh, uh, no more static. Now you just got rid Mark. of your static. You're muted now. Lots of step in the right direction. Now we hear the static, but not you, Mark. <laughs> No static? I'm telling you, we're going to have to get him a Windows machine. If only you knew... <laughs> yeah, and if only, a new, if only you knew a guy who did pro audio that could maybe help you out with your setup. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's running into an are wrong. guys are wrong. Any better? There hey, you go. Hey. Other than the fact that we can hear you, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, Skype wants to pick the wrong audio channel. Ah... Now, well, that's, that's the reason reason why I had to come in and out. I was having problems with Skype. We're a small enough group. We could possibly try to do a Discord um, party chat. Nothing like two minutes before we go live, trying a whole new platform <laughs> and praying that it works. <laughs> no, why don't we no, just go ahead and go on Blue Jeans too? No, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Google Hangouts myself. Google Hangouts, yeah. Yeah, Stevie loves to tempt faith. <laughs> Temp Faith or Faith? Fate. That's, my favorite, that's my favorite George Michaels song. I don't know. I can't talk today that well. Of course, Bruce, when could I good ever? To good to see you. Uh, all right. So we have one project update right now that we know of, which is uh, Curtis and David will talk about uh, Coco VGA. Anything you want to update us on, Bruce? Pro pro uh, progress on Coco Forever? Um, well, yeah, I've. Let's see. I think I've got a total of nine voice actors now uh, on my project. I'm not that might complete it. I'm not quite sure, and plan to have uh, episode one as a demo at the fest. Okay. Uh, if you can play my trailer, that'll be awesome. It's the same one, Coco yep, Forever trailer too. Okay. Yep, I can play yep. that. Yep. I have that queued up, uh, and so. <clears throat> You use the term voice actor quite loosely, I take it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, well. wasn't there somebody that wanted to kind of announce a couple of products, or is he doing it tomorrow? Remember in Discord? Are you talking about oh, Richard? Oh, Richard? Yeah. Alan Huffman is, is here. Is that an Apple um, emulating a Coco? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apple and you, a cocoa. You got cocoa on the brain. 
<laughs> That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Trust me, an apple emulating a cocoa would be a really slow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, look, there's Jason in the car. Look at that technology. <laughs> Can't we can hear watch you now. a crash. Can't hear yeah. you. Yeah. Live from the Ohio Turnpike. Yeah. There you go. As uh, you crash and burn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the first time I've seen him without a hat on. <laughs> there's a, there's been a, many other times. You just you're not watching the show then, because I've been on there many times without a hat. <laughs> you just 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 keep your eyes ahead, okay? Yeah. Oh yeah, so it's all hands free. It's it's a fix okay. to the dash. It's gonna stay there. Yeah, you don't yeah. you want to drive like Uber the a few days ago there? So. <laughs> yeah. Do me a favor. Do about ninety so we can have in the middle of the show. An officer Sirens. pulling you yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. High speed chase. Yeah. Ticket. <laughs> have really good special content. <laughs> no, I'm doing about I'm doing about 70 miles an hour, which is the uh, which is the speed limit here on the Ohio Turnpike. The posted limit, huh? Yes. Uh, right. I don't I don't that, really want to have a, a have a chance encounter with the uh, Ohio State Highway Patrol if I can help it. You got to push it to 88, and then you can you know time Great. travel. Yeah, time travel. There you go. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads. Um, Alan Huffman, do you have you have anything you want when we go around and ask for project updates? Is there anything you want to share with us? Uh, nah, probably nothing. Okay. Do you want about... to talk about Sir Sound? No, it's it's in the final stretch, so there's there's uh you know it's still a thing. Okay. I have to admit, I was really impressed with your video when you got that Frogger music playing so good. When you come to me, yeah, the, um, the car sounds kind of killing us right now, Jason. Yeah, I'll yeah. go ahead and mute. Yeah, good idea. I'll mute also, it. your video. Oh, there, fi fix. Yeah, your it. video had rotated for a little bit there. Oh, now it's back to. <laughs> now you're switched. Yeah, you're halfway to Australia. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I had Paul Barton over um, yesterday or the day before yesterday, and uh, he uh, fixed my five twelve K board. So now I have a third Coco three with five twelve K now. Nice. And his his little dog, he had his little dog over and his wife, and it was a nice little visit. And his little dog went in the water. Hmm. <laughs> in the pool. Poor cool. thing. And what about you, Bill? You got anything uh, you want to update us on that you might have been working on, or you just been busy in real world stuff lately? I've just been busy in real world stuff. I'm actually back on track for the next week okay now because of um because of your recent career change and stuff like that is that going to affect your ability to attend coco fest this year yes it will i okay. still won't be able to actually make it because this is not actually become a 24 hour a day thing uh-huh okay because i actually live in the building so Okay. Yeah, that 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 sound is killing us, Jason. I'm um, I'm trying. I can't find the damn button. Jason, you don't have a Bluetooth headphone headset. Not one that works well. We'll, we'll just go ahead and mute here in just one second. We just witnessed a rollover. <laughs> Fine. 
Alright, well it's 2 o'clock then. So as far as project updates right now, then we have a project update from David and, um, and Curtis. We'll, we'll, we will run um, the Coco Forever clip at some point in time, and then Bruce can just remind everybody that um, you can get your first premiere of Coco Forever at Coco Fest. Um, and then, Ron, you're going to show us off your Coco Pie? Your latest Coco Pie update? Or, or you just want me to show off what's in your show us your Tandy Color computer page, which I already have queued up? Does that He's work? He's muted. He's muted. You're muted. It's okay. I think Jason muted Ron accidentally. Yeah. I said... Uh, That's power. Yeah. That'll work. Okay, that'll work. All right, so we're going to go live, people. I'm going to do it live. It's 2 o'clock. Hey, have you got your Coco 3 yet? Hi, this is Rick Adams, author of Temple of Rom in Shanghai, and you've tuned into Coco Talk, the nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. What's going on, everybody? The original gamer Stevie Stroh here, and I want to talk to you about Amacoconut.com. If you love the color computer like I love the color computer, then you got to visit Amacoconut.com, your one-stop shop for all of your Tandy Color Computer links needs. There you'll find links to blogs and podcasts and project sites and emulators and downloads and groups and communities. If you love the color computer, head on over to Amacoconut.com. That's I-M-A, Coconut.com. Tell them the original gamer Stevie Stroh sent you. Coco forever, people. Episode 51 is going to be called The Shortest Show Ever. Yeah, he just jinxed it. You got the local recording going? Yeah, local recording has been going for like seven minutes now. Just making sure. All right, so I just hit the go live button here. And let's wait for the green light to show up on YouTube. All right, I got a green light on YouTube. It says starting. It says stream health question mark. Now it says live. It says we're live. It says we're live on... Yep, I just got the live feed here. All right, so here we go. So, Coco Talk, episode 51, is going live in three, two... Hi, this is Dale Leader, designer of TRS-80 Color Baseball, and you're listening to Coco Talk. This is Coco Talk, the nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer, with your host, Mr. Gameplay Goodness himself, Stevie Stroh. All right, welcome everybody to episode 51 of Coco Talk Live, the nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. Never mind that it's the only live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. We are still leading the nation in live weekly Coco Talk. So, Suck on that, Apple people. (laughs) (laughs) So we're here. It's another week in the live um, chat right now. We have already got with us Norlander is here, and Thomas Sorensen is here, joined by some of our uh, staff, 
And panel members are also in there. Curtis Boyle's in the chat and Mark Overholzer and Steve Bjork all saying hi to the people as they come in and hello and welcome. And this is episode 51. We are 30 days away from Coco Fest and we are going to be shooting for a short episode today because I have other obligations this afternoon. But we have a uh, moral imperative and obligation to our audience to continue the tradition of Coco Fest. Talk. And we're here. And so on the panel, we have our resident Apple guy wearing a very sharp-looking Coco Talk t-shirt, Mark D. Overholzer. We also have with us the lovely, the talented Sir David Ladd. Why, hello, everyone. (laughs) From sunny Southern California, Mr. Steve Bjork is with us. Hello, everybody. On the Ohio Turnpike, to traveling to destinations unknown, Jason the Coco Man is with us live from the road, our, our roving correspondent. Yes, live from the Ohio Turnpike, indeed, yes. Hello. <laughs> hey, now. He's trying, trying to stay alive. And um, uh, avoiding those officers, too. Sponsored by Jolt Cola, we've got Alan Huffman with us. <laughs> Greetings from the Sub-Etha. Sub-Etha Software. We also have returning after a while. We haven't seen you in a while, eh? But Bill Noble's with us. How's it going, Bill? Oh, pretty good, guys. We are glad to have you back. We have um, uh, Bruce Moore is acting as the Vanna White pointing as we uh, as we go around the room here. Um, <laughs> from Ron's garage, hanging out in the guest best room, bedroom, it's Ron Delvo. Hi, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> you look like you, you could be selling magazine subscriptions with that headset you got on there. Hey, this and, is uh, Ron from see, Time Life Magazine. <laughs> do you see the, the window kind of looks like a disc thing? CD. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. It does. And then I'm, it's better than the helicopter thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Author of Forest of Doom and soon to be Coco Forever, Bruce Moore is with us. How are you, Bruce? Doing great. And I'm not sure what this guy is best known for, but we just call him Lord Curtis Boyle. Welcome back, Curtis. <laughs> Host of the Coco <laughs> Games List website and... Uh, uh, Which I really co- got to start working on again. Co-founder of the original <laughs> Nitrous 9 project and the uh, guy behind the new Nitrous 9 Ease of Use project. And who knows what else this guy's up to lately. And last, well, one of them will be updated in, uh, during the show here. So. <laughs> last but certainly not least, the lovely, the talented Grant Leete is with us as well. Hello, everybody. Hello. And uh, Tom C. has joined us. Hey, Tom C., how are you? And so here we have it, and so we're going to jump right into uh, project updates, and I believe that update is going to come from Curtis and David. So you guys want to take away? Sure. So we've been uh, working with Brendan and a couple of testers here, the, the Coco VGA for uh, Nitrous 9 Level 1 to get the 64-column mode working. We had some glitches, I think, we reported on last week. Uh, we finally figured out what the problem was. Apparently, uh, drive wire for the BitBanger reprograms one of the PIAs to something that the Coco VGA routines we were using that Brendan had supplied uh, didn't quite work with. So we actually had to add some extra initialization to put it back to what uh, the normal default Coco turning on would be, and that solved the problem. And then we found there's a little bit of a bug on the uh, one of the re- uh, GetStat uh, calls. Uh, it's returning the cursor position. Basically, you request what positions the cursor at right now on the screen. And it was giving some really hokey results. And I think I've got that fixed. I'm just waiting for Ron Klein to get back to us to find out if it's actually fixed or not. And then that little part project is done. Neat. Quest- question. 
So if you're undoing something from DriveWire, does that mean DriveWire stops working? No, we, uh, it was part of the initialization of DriveWire. They were reprogramming the directions of some of the bits on the PIA, I think, just to get the initial setup going. Okay. So we had, them, we had them testing, like, if you boot off DriveWire and then you kick in 64 column mode, does DriveWire stop working? And no, it keeps working fine. So it's, it's just part of the initialization routine that was setting something okay. that uh, the Coco VGA wasn't expecting. Okay. Weird. Cool. Very cool. So Coco VGA, it's it's really neat that number one products are being produced, right? And you, on the one hand, you could say, okay, well, Coco VGA is neat. Its main objective, its main goal, is to give you clean output. You know, it was designed mostly just to give you a better output than your RF or your composite. Then there was the bonus feature of, okay, well, now we can emulate artifacts over VGA. That's a bonus. And then they added the bonus of, okay, now we've got color registers and we've added palettes to the Coco. Even more bonus. And now we've got this whole new mode with 64 columns by 32, te te technically doubling the, the landscape of the Coco. Quadrupling. Uh, quadrupling. Uh, okay, well, not that good in math, but yeah. Um, and then also adding semi-graphics modes to that. And he even extended the basic language where you can use set and reset in basic to um, to take advantage of all of this. And, and so that in itself is pretty impressive. And now we have Nitrous 9 is being patched. Or OS, is it Nitrous 9 still? Nitrous 9 level yeah, 1, Nitrous 9. right? Nitrous yeah. 9 level 1. But now wouldn't you also want to maybe add this to level 2? Or is it not needed because Coco 3 already has these modes? Is it overkill? Um, what? There's oh, nobody, no oh, there's, there's no yeah. Coco VG. Never mind. I'm sorry. Question. Now we should mention yeah. Ed, Ed Snyder put up a little demo here. He's, he's using the palette registers to do a 16 color 128 by 96, I believe, grayscale mode. And he actually did some streaming video and audio running off awesome. the Coco SDC. That looks cool. quite good. No, no, and it syncs up real good. Neat, neat. Yeah, Richard's here. We got, we got, we're, we're getting double trolled now because Richard Lorbieski is here, and Jim Brain is here. So <laughs> um, no, but listen, here's this is this is what's interesting right now. There's 17 people here, and this is why we're doing this show right now is because the 17 people now, eight of those people is probably us, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had other obligations today, and I was originally thinking, you know what, I'm, I'm just not going to do a show, but I didn't have time to notify anybody when we weren't doing a show, and honestly, I just feel like we have an obligation to keep this tradition going, so even though I, we can't do a long show today, now 18 people, the people are showing up to watch this train wreck, so we got to just keep this train wreck on the track, so thank you guys for all being here, and you know... Uh, and, and this show was started because of our excitement of Cocoa Fest, and that's what we're going to focus on today, um, and, and so on. So what, do you, what is going on there? Ron is showing us pictures of, of – is this your collection you're showing us, Ron? Yes, and it's on my Cocoa SDC – or no, on my um, Cocoa Pie. Oh, so your Cocoa Pie is Using showing high off a, color. a digitized high-color picture. Yep. You wow. You can see that's, that's the uh, program. That is actually really cool. High color okay. graphics user version 1.4 by Sockmaster. Ooh, look at that. Yep. That's looking good. Pretty cool. Yeah, well, we are doing one on Sunday, Richard. We are doing uh, a show on Sunday, so that'll be the announcement, right? So um, I was trying to figure out what project can I do literally at the last minute for Cocoa Fest since I haven't had time to work on anything. And that project is going to be a, um, a Best of Coco Talk DVD. And luckily, we have two wonderful episodes that Brian Joyce has already made. 
that will be the the bulk of that but we're going to have a couple of other bonus episodes in there like we're going to have our retro talk pilot episode on there probably our geek talk pilot episode on there and then tomorrow afternoon at this same time we are going to record an exclusive episode of coco talk that will be on that dvd which will be a bonus episode that will be found nowhere but this dvd so um, my project for coco fest will be the Coco Talk Best Of DVD featuring exclusive and bonus content as well. And that will be available online as well as at Coco Fest. And so there's my announcement for the project. And so tomorrow, well, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I got a question. So <clears throat> if it's only coming on the DVD, does that mean it's unrated? Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> the unrated Coco Talk. Yeah, we'll have the red trailer on here later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Juggling kittens. Juggling kittens. Yeah. So, um, so tomorrow Juggling we're gonna get some people together. Juggling kittens with chainsaws while riding a unicycle on a tightrope over a pit of sharks with lasers. <laughs> on top of Jason's car on the turnpike. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, Nick says I seem like the kind of guy to grab a beer with. Definitely, definitely. I like beer. I like beer. So um, very, very cool. There's a bunch of chatter going on here in the chat. So so Nick says, I love these Saturday afternoons. Thanks, Nick. Um, uh, and what else? Don't feel bad, Richard. I almost missed it today. Nick says, Steve looks like he's set. Uh, okay. Yeah, except so, yeah, if you want to talk about your demo, uh, Richard, if you want to do that tomorrow and you want to make that public, we can take that piece and release that if you want. Um <laughs> Jim says, oh, I can finally tell the panelists what I think about them on a unrated show. <laughs> yeah, Gosh, yeah. I, I can't believe Jim's been holding back all this time. <laughs> I know the panel has been holding back. <laughs> the panel the has been roast. holding back. All right. So choice words for that one. Um, Dave, David, anything you wanted to add to um, Curtis's update on the uh, Coco VGA project? Um, no, not offhand. Okay. I know Mark was waving up something earlier. I think he wanted to show off, but other than that, no, I have nothing else. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Dave, Excellent. Excellent. David just sent me one of his little boards. Uh, the, his uh, ESP eighty two sixty six zero one adapter to RS two thirty two. Okay. ESP. Does that mean it's got um, clear voice? <laughs> now, this is the doohickey that he was talking about last week where you can then take drive wire and make it work wirelessly. Yep. It's designed to hook right into a drive wire cable. Okay. And uh, you plug a little Wi Fi thing on and you use uh, what's it's called? Uh, link, uh, ESP link. Okay. And so it's a one shot thing. You t program it for your router and then it connects directly to it and it does it every time it powers up. But at that point, then you link it into the DriveWire server and you have a wireless DriveWire connection. Now, the, the, now, this was the question I was asking last week, and I actually replayed it, and I think I understood what David said the second time I heard it. But to do the ESP link and to connect this to your Wi-Fi, you did that through a PC, though, or a PC or a Mac, a modern machine? Uh, yeah, it has to be programmed. Um, programmer sitting here somewhere. <laughs> okay. And so you plug in like a micro USB into the device, plug it into a computer... And then, um, and then configure it to join your house Wi-Fi? Yep. So this is the programmer. It's got USB on one side, and it has the ESP plugs into the other. Okay. So you can download the code you want. And then, uh, like I said, the, the ESP link, basically, when you program your router, I haven't tried it yet, but when you program your router, it always connects every time. 
and you can't change it. You have to just reprogram it in order to do something different. Yeah. Uh, what else was I going to say? So also just help me understand something because I want to get, uh, you know, I'm not super technical and I'm not necessarily analytically nitpicky, but last week David used the word RS-232 several times talking about the cable. But since we are plugging it into what we call the Bitbanger, which is the color computer serial port, that does not really support the RS-232 protocol, right? So that's technically the serial. And it's, No, it is RS-232, it's a, but it's just a subset. Yeah, it's a oh, limited okay. version of RS-232. Okay, okay. So, so cause, yeah, because I, th- I always thought RS-232 <laughs> and serial always meant the same thing. And then we got when we got into it a couple episodes ago, you were basically saying, "Well, the Coco doesn't really do true RS two thirty two, or at least the Bitmanger port doesn't do that, right?" So, well, there's, well, there's many see, types of serial, actually. But yeah, continue, David. Oh, I was going to say, well, there's Captain Crunch. There's <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Um, the uh, RS two thirty two, when you go with the voltages. That is the specification for the Bitbanger. The Bitbanger doesn't have what's called the f- hardware flow control. Okay. It's just the transmit, receive, and it has a carrier detect line. That's the only type of flow control it has, which is still pretty much useless. Um, <laughs> but and Keep in uh, mind, a lot of the modern serial adapters you buy for a PC, a ton of them also do not support all the signals. They're just simulated they call it like a three-wire RS-232 because it has three wires, transmit, receive, and then ground. So the Bitbanger is basically three-wire plus carrier detect. You can actually buy modern USB RS-232 interfaces that do not support all of the signals that even our RS-232 pack did. Okay. And in the case of the ESP link firmware... um. This one, actually, you use your web browser to configure, unlike like the, the default firmware that comes on the ESP01 module. Okay. Uh, and you just, once you program the ESP via like your phone or whatever, because it comes up as a hotspot. Oh, ESP so it's like an ad, it's an ad hoc Wi-Fi thing initially. Right. And then, uh... you go to, then you go to the web browser, you configure it, to connect to your Wi-Fi, mm. and then after that, then your DriveWire server then connects to the IP that it gets okay. on a specific port, and then after that, it's the DriveWire's responsibility to connect to the ESP link firmware. Whereas if you was to do it the traditional way, like um, you know the emulators or those you would give the IP address of the DriveWire server and the port that the DriveWire server is using. Um, but, th- you know, there's different firmwares that you can use with the ESP-01. Um, like that module can be that um, Mark has now. You can even use it as the using the Zimodem firmware that Alan found you can put plug yeah, it, program it, and yeah. then you can use it as a wireless modem. So right, and yeah. and see that the thing about that is it just doesn't have enough signals to do all the hardware flow control. But if all you're going to do is hook it up to a Bitbanger, that right there is the Coco Wi-Fi for Bitbanger, okay. and there's no difference at all once you load that firmware on there. Okay. 
So there's multiple uses. Um, it's just at this point, I I decided, you know, I liked Alan's idea um, for that firmware, and I'd already been working on a way to try to get the drive wire wireless mm -hmm. using the bit banger. It's just sure. Um, now we just got to come yeah. up with a, a soldered version of Alan's project with the more the full flow control. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so think of it like this, uh, uh, Steve. Uh, basically, they're the same device. One of them has all the RS-232 flow control signals. One of them is just transmit, receive, ground, okay. and whatever. Okay. So, so you know, the, the subset is the same. So that's exactly what anybody wants. If they want to get a color computer on the Internet, like a wireless modem, you, get, you build that device of David's. You put the Xi modem firmware on there. I already provide a customized build that runs on the ESP-1. So that's really the, um, that's the only difference is what I've got has all the extra signals for if you're using it with an RS-232 pack. Or if okay. you wanted to go like a, run a local BBS, you would want to have the flow. Well, okay. I mean, you could run it without it because we ran BBSs off the bit banger. You just lose a lot of features you'd like to have. I'm drinking coffee from my Coco Talk Deluxe travel mug here. So, um, very cool. And look at that. Alan's wearing his I'm a Coco Net shirt. Thank you for that. Um, the Coco Mouse, the final chapter. Uh, Mark Overholz is wearing his Coco Talk shirt. Um, and what are you showing here? The final chapter by Steve Bjork. The Coco Mouse, the final chapter by Steve Bjork. You found an article? Is that in Rainbow Magazine? Uh, Curtis Boyle Tim showing off his Coco Tim Talk 86. travel mug. <laughs> shameful plug time. Uh, speaking of shameful... Website. Yeah, speaking of shameful plugs, let's let's take a quick moment to recognize our sponsors. Uh, so let's pull that card up right now. All right, so let's recognize some outstanding members of our community and some friends of the show, some sponsors of the show who we want to make sure you're aware of. Uh, so we can start with, as we've already talked about, the Coco VGA project. If you want to find out more about Coco VGA, go to CocoVGA.com. Maker of fine products um, and uh, original designs, uh, Boyce and Technology, available at boysontech.com. And whatever Richard makes, Jim will fix with his warranty repair service. So you can go over to Retro Innovations <laughs> at uh, go the number four retro.com and shop.goforretro.com. Retro Informations, Retro Innovations, makers of fine quality. Um, add-ons for Commodores and Cocos and all kinds of cool stuff. So check them out. Uh, if you like the Coco like we like the Coco, you might want to check out I'mACocoNut.com, your one-stop shop for all of your color computer needs. And if you want to get some cool merchandise like a t-shirt, coffee mug, mouse pad, DVD, or adult diaper, you can get your retro swag at 8Bit256.com. <laughs> And so there are the sponsors of the show. <laughs> Retro Innovation says, oh, good comeback. <laughs> that was from Richard's comment. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Boys in Tech rules, Retro Innovation drools. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, uh, I'm just going to, uh, I'm not going to call anybody out here, but just for just a second here, if I actually go to boysintech.com, his website has about as much content as his designs do at this point, right? So there's just... <laughs> <laughs> wow. There is just not a lot going on there right now. I'm just yeah, saying. Pretty so. pictures. That's, uh, <laughs> what the hell does he sell? 
He sells concepts. Yeah, he sells. <laughs> Wasn't it Steve Jobs that said that uh, real artists ship or something? Yeah, yes. winners, yes. winners they ship. They also plagiarize too. <laughs> yeah. They steal. Real artists steal. Yeah, great says, artists steal. Uh, Richard How says about a resident troll. Is his uh, website any good? A resident troll. Oh yeah, he's he's legit. Bad dreams and horrid comebacks. <laughs> That's what he sells. Yeah. So on the other hand, on the other hand, if you were to go to go the number four retro.com where Jim Brain's at, he actually has pictures on his website. He's got he's got sidebars with links. Oh god, link he can them. write too. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's actually got a shopping cart here too. So if you click on online store, this is where you get to shop. Uh, go for retro.com and here's you can Prices. see all kinds of designs and and i believe these designs are not um taken from anyone else's designs either for the most part so um coco flash ic header vic 20 midi provider ulta ulta mem vic 20 memory expansion cartridge right and coming soon we're going to have coco mem coco mem junior cousin of coco mem um, Coco Mem and Law. We're going to just have all kinds of stuff coming soon from that. So look forward to that. And um, very cool stuff. Um, Bruce Moore, should I run the Coco Forever teaser too? And then you can remind us when we can see the world um, debut sure. of Coco Forever. Okay. Yeah. So our good friend Bruce Moore is here and his current project that is in production featuring stellar a star studded cast of voice <laughs> talent uh, <laughs> talent we is, use the word loosely <laughs> is working on a project called coco forever i'm not saying it's a coco project but it could be a coco project and uh, let's check out that teaser right now strap on your seatbelts, people imagine a different world a world where Tandy Corporation has the upper hand. Where the Coco surpassed all competitors. And all you have to do is travel back in time without making a single mistake. Coco forever. definitely earn this office yes you're too kind and thank you you want to grab some food before we head back and look at that alt reality os9 module <laughs> it's only a 40 years past due but yeah sure A lot of confidential pictures there. Reminds me of that Ricky Scrotum episode of uh, Silver Spoons where he <laughs> hacked in to uh, oh, get some geez. plans, you know. So. <laughs> Did you say Ricky Scrotum? Hey, listen. I... Don't judge. <laughs> Don't judge Jeez. me. <laughs> That's what we called him back. Here in Arizona, you can't say Squaw Mountain either. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the name of an actor that does films in the San Fernando Valley. What, uh -huh. Squaw? 
Oh, those type of films. Yeah, those type of films. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Richard says, if you make a mistake by going back in time, the MC-10 will rule the world. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God, we can't. You've got to be careful. Well, talk about it your post-apocalypse, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so yes. Yeah, so, somebody's asking if I said scrotum. I might have. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Building up. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's gone downhill from here. It's, uh... I think we need a meter that shows the rating PG, PG-13. Yes. All right, so what can you tease for us besides the teaser uh, video, Bruce? When can we first get our eyes, ears, and hands on Coco Forever? Well, I plan on having episode one available as a demo at my booth at Coco Talk. So if you really want to know what the heck is going on, you'll you'll have to sit down and take a listen. And uh, and then I hope to have it start releasing the episodes uh, shortly after Coco Fest. Did I say Coco Talk? I meant you said Coco Talk, but that's yeah. fine. That's I meant Coco reveal. Fest. Yeah. Big reveal at Coco Fest. Yeah. And no, we will not be streaming it live. No, no. No, because it's a secret. <laughs> you you got to come to the show. Yeah, yeah. You got to right. come to the show, yeah. Be like the cool kids. Show up. That's it. That's it. So, um, oh, it's okay. What is Nick saying? Steve, for April 1st-ish, you should transform this to MC10 Talk <laughs> for April 1st, right? <laughs> Welcome to MC10 Talk. All MC10 all the time. <laughs> WMC10 <laughs> on your FM dial. <laughs> that sounds good. You've Stevie heard me Fever. do the hate for MC10. Well, <laughs> get ready for April first. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be cool if we could if we have opposite day and you could have like lots of nice things to say about it. <laughs> not possible. Not possible. <laughs> Bjork could be announcing Zaxxon 10. It'll be great. <laughs> Zaxxon 10. <laughs> hey, uh, I've got a I've got a question here for a uh, 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 Bjork question here. I'm just looking at this article. And at the end of it, it says. You may contact Mr. Bjork at, I won't say the full address here, but it's got an address here uh, in the Simi Valley, Ellington Court. It's got a mailing address. Please enclose a self-addressed stamp envelope. Is that still valid? Of course not. Okay. <laughs> so I won't bother. Mm -hmm. Don't send your check. <laughs> and the thing is, they were never supposed to print the address. Well, I'm kind of wondering, like, that's kind of... Well, I will put it up there, but it's like, <laughs> was that a home address? Yeah. Here's what it was. To get paid for the article, I had to give him an address to mail the check. And I stated right in there, do not print this as part of the article. The address mm -hmm. is not supposed to be there. Somebody's uh, forgot the word not. Do not. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a logic yeah. problem there. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah. much, much like the uh, Glenside Club, they weren't doing PayPal back then, I take it. <laughs> so, yeah. Rainbow was not as professional as you thought they were. Things weren't as glossy as the pages of the magazine, huh? Yeah. Nope, they made plenty of mistakes. Yeah. Someday, someday I'll could... have to... Uh, someday I'll have to get Marty Goodman to go through all the mistakes that he found that wow. they made in regards to him. And there was lots of them, dozens. And he wasn't happy about it. Jason, well, were you going to say something or are you just showing us your pretty face? 
Just popping in on camera and just letting us know, right? I don't see any flashing red and blue lights behind you, so you're good so far. Okay. If you can get Marty Goodman to come and set the record straight on Coco Talk, I'm sure that would be exciting. Yeah, it would be. He's quite yeah. the character to interview. Uh, uh, to say the least. Yep. <laughs> Considering when I first met him, he was a card-carrying communist, and I think he still is. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right, well, we, we got a short episode William today. Barden. Go ahead. We heard from William Barton. Oh, yeah, time. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I invited him to come on, but okay. is he there? William? No. Nope. Mm, uh, well, it would be great to get him on at some point in time. We're yeah. going to reach out to him. I have not had a lot of time to, um, to, to troll through um, Facebook recently. But what I was going to say is because we have a short show, we are going to skip all the normal commercial breaks. Um, but I do want to get into uh, just a little bit of, of news before we get into the talking about Cocoa Fest. So maybe we can just um, kind of scroll and troll through what's going on in the Facebook group right now. And so here's a posting from Kevin Becker saying that the only thing I saved from my original Cocoa was a single floppy disk with a word processor I had written. Don't know what makes kids decide to write a word processor, but for some reason I did it. I was going to send it to Rainbow, but I never did. I don't remember why. I think I was trying to register it with the copyright office or something first. I knew where the disk was, but I hadn't bothered to go find it since I had no floppy drive. Last night, I finally dug it up and found that I saved a printout, too. I guess I've got some typing to do. So he's got a printout of the code. Oh, he actually wrote a word processor in BASIC. BASIC, oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. Coco Text. Oh, neat. Neat. Yeah, so scan it and put it in the archive. That would be kind of cool. Um, now we can make the MC10 version because we got the source. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jim Gary will do that. Jim Gary is kind of like the Richard Lorbieski of uh, software. <laughs> it takes oh, except he design. actually produces stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, see if we can find – somebody was asking a question about dealing with WAV files and cassette files um, and trying to get them to load into emulators. I haven't really done – Either of those, so I'm not sure if you guys have ever messed with loading, uh, you know, digital copies of cassette files to emulators or real cocos before. And I thought this was kind of cool. I haven't tried it. Now that's what that new thing is that Tormod made, right? Isn't Tormod's new um, board supposed to handle cassette files for the Dragon or cast files or whatever? We can yes, load them kind of like so. the SDC, yeah. Here's it might even a, handle raw digitized uh, copies of the actual sound file, too, mm, I think, the WAV files. Hmm. So this was a little mini um, setup that Ian Maverick came across. I'm guessing this was probably in Australia, because that's where Ian's at. Um, Ian is like the Australian version of uh, Ed Snyder. Makes a lot of stuff for the TRS-80 custom hardware Take designs. a look at the electric plugins there on the table between the two These computers. guys there? They're huge. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big 230-watt uh, adapters. Yeah. Well, 230 volt. 230 volt, yeah. Um, so you got Demon Attack running on uh, no no artifacting there. You can see that, right? So that's black and white. So that's what, you know, it sucks to be in the third world. So, we're, you know, America, we got color. <laughs> Definitely not a stock Coco 1 either because he's got yeah. a, like an old E or D board with one of the newer keyboards. Oh, yeah, look at that. He's got a, like a Coco 2 keyboard on there. But it's still got the, uh, it's still got the uh, memory badge, right? So. And the on the offsets, not centered. So this is yeah, an older Coco case with a newer keyboard. That's kind of neat. Uh, Coco three, you know, and you know, nothing really shows off the capability of a Coco three like uh, Dino Wars. 
<laughs> let's, really, let's really show what that hardware can do. <laughs> yeah, look at that. It must, <laughs> drive. it must have had the double speed poke enabled or something. It's a... Yeah, and then of course this is was this a model four model four model four because it's green. Yeah. Oh look, the model four can run PlayStation two uh, DVDs. You just slot, slide them in those little <laughs> DVD receptacles. DVD player. Yeah, it's been Steve, upgraded. You shouldn't tell people that some people are crazy <laughs> enough that they believe that and stick the DVD okay. in there. Now it looks like somebody's stealing one of. Um, of uh, Grant Leedy's designs here. Actually, this is a cleaned up version of one of Grant's designs here with a bunch <laughs> of wires. So, uh, <laughs> have no, idea, wires. no idea what that is, but hi guys. Probably a I, video board. I have AV composite circuit. Okay. Yep. Oh, it looks like they're putting it inside the RF can there, or I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, John Linville is making boxes. Okay. Oh, look at the label on these boxes here. So you notice there's a musical note here. Treble so, clap. Yeah, so this must be the updated edition of Farfall Master Edition. So this is going to be uh, Farfall using the Game Master sound cartridge. Now this has been an interesting discussion that's been going on here. Ed Snyder started some just kind of 3D renders of a new generic Coco case to not only support the original motherboard, but possibly new future designs. And so... Um, it looks kind of cool, and a few other people have kind of chimed in on this. And um, including Mark Deluxe. Siegel. Mark Siegel did. Yeah, he chimed in on it a bit too. Okay, I didn't read the whole thread yet. So, oh, yeah. uh, here we go, Mark Siegel. I, I noticed the keyboard boss would cause an undercut. You need to fix that. Okay, hmm. there you go. So, um, but it's interesting, and right now it's just a design, so nothing's been produced. But I think the idea here is is let's let's go through some iterations of this design, and let's see if people are maybe interested in having a a, a new original stock multi-purpose Coco Three case produced. And so there might be something like this in the future. Now, would it be injection molded or something else? You know, I guess that's to be determined. But that's kind of neat that these designs are floating around. People are thinking about it, talking about it. Uh, here's and Jim is it RetroBright compatible? Is another question. Is it RetroBright like compatible? Yeah, right? in 30 years, can you RetroBright it back to whatever the color is? So. Right. So this is Jim, and he posted this on a few different groups, but this is Coco Mem Jr., um, which is for the Coco 1 and 2, right? And Dragon. And, and Dragon. And so because we do speak to Jim somewhat frequently, we know what this is. And not only that, but I'm pretty sure what he posted here was a link to Coco Mem. So let me just click on that and confirm. Oh, no, so this is the Retro Innovation site. Um, but did he give a link to... Where am I, where am I going? What he the went hell to this did... Facebook. Yeah, so that went there. Um, but, yeah, so he posted uh, Coco Mem Jr. And so Coco Mem is a, is a product he's working on for... Uh, here's another one. So here's one where Carlos Camacho says, here, here's a case that I just kind of threw together. And, again, this is just a theoretical design. But this one does look kind of cool. It does it's kind of Tandy inspired. I think what Ed's working on is something that's going to be, you know, practical to support current hardware as well as new hardware designs. Um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of neat that we live in a time where we can kind of design and prototype things and even possibly send stuff out to have it produced. Um, and John Linville saying uh, only th uh, 30 days till Cocoa Fest, right? So you know, we're counting down the days. Bruce Moore with his Coco Two, uh, Cocoa Forever teaser too so yeah what else is the, what else did i miss here's ed snyder's um streaming video we'll let's take a it. look at that yeah yeah i'm not saying this is a cocoa project but it could be 
Looks like a Cocoa Project to me. It's excellent. Hi guys, this is a, uh, a test I'm doing of 16 shade grayscale video on a Cocoa 2 using... Why are we buffering so much right SPC now? and Cocoa BGA. Uh, I wanted to see how this would look. I'm thinking it'll do pretty good for a talking head style video. I don't know if that's his video or cool. that's me. Yeah, his was worked fine. I might be just using too much bandwidth right now between my streaming and trying to play back this video. You've had issues with that before. Yeah, but it's yeah, cool. If you play it on your own home computer at home, it's perfect. Yeah. Lip, lip sync is perfect. Okay, cool. Uh, you wanted to point out a few things on show us your Tandy Color computer, Rondovo. For example, yeah, your um, this is your this is Cocoa Pie running MC10. Nope, it's just MC10 oh, running MC10. <laughs> MC10 running MC10. All yeah, right. I played one game with it and just brought it up. It, it, uh, that particular TV plays uh, the uh, Channel Four perfectly. On uh, yeah, yeah, very clear. Really good. Yeah. It's I might as well. Out. I might as well take the time now to let you guys know. I, I have a second project that I'm going to be uh, unveiling at Cocoa Fest, and that's going to be the MC11. So uh, <laughs> this one, this one goes to 11. Uh, <laughs> it'll hold better doorstop. Yeah, yeah, can hold doors twice as heavy. <laughs> it'll work on a double door. So <laughs> I actually good. had this computer before I had my um, model, my uh, first Cocoa One. So this is my first computer I ever had. No, neat. Back in, was it, 84, I think. Well, I'll forgive you because you had nothing to compare it against, so you didn't <laughs> no. know how bad it was. <laughs> it was my very first one. Yeah. yeah. Compared to beating yourself in the head with a blunt object, this was an improvement. <laughs> Drooling, putting my lips and my forehead on the window of Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and RAM expansion. Look at you, Hello. Mr. Fancy. There we are. You should scroll down and go away from that. There's other stuff. Okay. Other guys. Uh, I was still drooling over the MC-10. Sorry yeah. about that. Couldn't get, okay. This is yeah. kind of funny here. Yeah. What are we talking about here? We've got a pie on a cocoa. What could it be? Cherry <laughs> and lectin' your pie. Right. <laughs> right. I guess you heat them up like that. You couldn't find a raspberry pie to do the no. job with. <laughs> I, I looked. They did not have them at my local Dollar General. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Did you find any Jolt Cola while you were there? I, I disappointedly did not. What is this? A Paladin Cocoa too? What does that mean, Ron? Is this black? This is a black cocoa, yeah. And I, I thought it'd be cool and put the Paladin card up there. <laughs> What's Paladin? It was a show in the '60s. It was, uh, you know, a uh, uh, lawman. I think oh, it was, okay. Yeah, hired gun. Oh, okay, gotcha. And he, he wore black. Have cocoa, will travel. I see. Okay. Carter used to give. Okay. That was that was have gun, will travel. Yeah, yeah. have gun, will travel. Okay. Paladin edition. Yeah. Sometimes known <laughs> as the Darth Vader cocoa, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, because technically all the cocos were stormtrooper cocos if you think about it. So, <laughs> uh, next one's um, that's the insides of a MC sixty eight oh nine E. Oh wow! I can make out every detail there perfectly. That's amazing. Oh, I see a bug. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and, and there's 100 or 200 of them in that round circle there. On uh, the wafer. Silicon wafer. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's the inside of the of the 6809 right there? Yeah, each A bunch one of, of those is the core. Okay. On silicon. Neat. And where, who, where did this come from? I don't know. Well, I posted, I posted that. the original one, but Ed Snyder came up with a few more images. Yeah. Neat, neat. Okay, so here's Ron showing off a color computer too, or sharing somebody's color computer too. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah, that's my one, and then uh, that's a cocoa pie coming. Where? I yeah. think. No, that's uh, the no can board. Okay. Yep. Paul. That's mine. Mine from the fest that I showed yeah. last year. That's right. Neat. Paul came over and uh, um, we were able to uh, get one of my, I think it's performance peripherals, um, Black 12K board fixed up and on the third cocoa for me. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So uh, Jim Brain just gave us a time notice here saying, listen, not that I'm watching the time, but if you want to have a sub six hour show, uh, they need to start the outro now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is he talking um, the regular outro or the new extended version? Yes, yes, yes. All right, so we're going to now look at um, the Glenside website, and let's see what's new and exciting for Cocoa Fest uh, this year, if anything has changed from last week. Oh, we have. Oh, now we have a broken down under vendors. We've got a celebrity category. Ooh, yeah. that's new. So we've got an official celebrity. Uh, Rick Adams will be there. Uh, yeah, Rick is actually going to be like a trapeze artist flying without a net. He's going to be programming with a monitor turned to the audience so people can look at his mistakes as he types, <laughs> types them in. <laughs> He's going to be showing He's up. Gonna He's a brave, brave man. Yeah. He very brave, much so. Brave. My hat's off to him. <laughs> but he could use control keys if he used an MC10, right? <laughs> Chances of spelling errors will go down. Maker of fine third-rate products, Boyson Technology will be there. Uh, we, we kid, we kid. But Boyson uh, plans to sell several products, including the Coco to Atari joystick adapter, Coco 3 Boomerang 512K board, and the RGB to Shart cable. So there we have it. He will also perform on-site repairs, and I can definitely vouch for his repairs. So um, good and job And the best there. part is, if you buy his memory upgrade, he'll put it in there for you to make sure it works. Yeah, and Jim will be standing by to perform the warranty repairs on him. So. <laughs> He's doing 6309 upgrades, too, it should be mentioned. Oh, yeah. Six He's bringing three, his, yeah. no, but seriously, he is bringing his really good desoldering station. Yeah. And he has great success at removing the chips and having them still work afterwards. Yeah. He does yeah. a good job. He does a really good job. No, yeah. no kill CPU removal. Yep, hey, if yep. uh, that boomerang board, do you buy it and it just automatically returns itself when it doesn't work? Or how does that <laughs> <laughs> I think Jim has something to do with that. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Our music man will be there. Uh, Boise Pete's been asking for the call for papers. I'm not sure how many people responded to that, but uh, a technical paper including an idea for new hardware or benefiting hardware. Um, uh, staple of, of Coco Fest, Cloud9. It's been there for many, many years. Cloud9 will be showing off all kinds of stuff. Since 1994, it says. Now, I don't... Oh, it says new product announcements, Expectro. Is Expectro a new product? 
or is this a copy and paste? I, I from think a it's few, a new version. A new version Coming. of Spectra. So this is the Coco RGB to VGA board, right? Coco three. Okay. Coco three, right? Coco VGA, right? We'll be there. Color Computer Store. Is that Carlos Camacho? I think that's Carlos Camacho. That's Carlos, yeah. Yeah. Bruce Moore will be here. Uh, you going to be bringing in some uh, Forest of Doom hard hard copies for people to grab, Bruce? I am. I'm going to have a few on hand, yeah. Excellent. Any more mugs? Hmm? Any more mugs? Oh, no. Ah. Oh, no. Still limited still... edition. I guess yeah. we'll have to steal uh, Cocoa Man's then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to bring the value down. Right. Fusix OS, because small is beautiful. Brett will be showing his latest compilations of the Fusix operating system by Alan Cox et al. So, cool stuff. Chris Hawks from Hawksoft will be there. John Mark Mobley, John Linville, our good friend William Astle from Lost Wizards Enterprises, Mark Overholzer, Mike Rowan, Myro, Neil Blanchard. Ease of Use Project. This will be featuring Grant Leedy, Curtis Boyle, and David Ladd will be here. And uh, Retro Innovations, Jim Brain, featuring a uh, glamour shot from 1974, will be there. Uh, Richard Crisplisp <laughs> will be joining us yet again with his latest Coco projects on display. Wrightveld, showing off Coco 3 on a stick. What the hell is Coco 3 on a stick? We'll have to find out. It's not the Coco on a chip, right? Coco 3 on a stick, as well as a Coco 3 helmet display. That should be interesting. And then he's doing a deal where he's going to play a Coco 2... Um, ROM pack game. Whoever gets the high score will get to keep the Coco 2 and the cartridge. And of course, Alan Huffman of Sub Etha Software will be there. And those are our vendor lists. Uh, there are 60 people so far confirmed as attending uh, on the website. I counted them today. Um, and then, as far as our events go, is there any new event that we haven't already discussed? Lightning Talks, Jim O'Keefe. Um, oh, oh, folks, folks, you cannot be late because the first talk is one on 4th. Mm -hmm. mm, but shouldn't that talk be then called the first? <laughs> I know, I know. I've been after him to change yeah. the name, the language, Fourth. but he just won't do it. <laughs> and so then uh, Steve Bjork will be speaking. Coco legend Steve Bjork gives us a look at the Coco Two's at the Coco's hardware as it compares to other computers and game systems of the same period. This give people this give great grammar there. People getting back into Coco an idea why things were done the way they were back then and today the award and the main comparison is the mc10 right <laughs> <laughs> by the no. way that uh, little description everything else uh -huh. i never wrote it up per se okay yeah they just put it in there you go. If, if somebody's got a better idea for me to talk about something besides the mc10 uh, <laughs> let me know and we can change the talk <laughs> <laughs> I think that has the best value, though, for humor, et cetera. So oh, I think yeah. It's just the, the most, most exciting. I just think the MC10 talk would be better at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> After everybody has a few drinks? Right? Yes. Tell us what you uh, really uh, feel about the MC10. <laughs> well, then <they> can punch <laughs> you. Right. So this is one of the best parts of the event, the no minimum bid auction, where you can get all kinds of great retro gear for pennies on the dollar and, you know, bid it out with your friends and enemies or make enemies. Hi, Alan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> On-site dinner is always a treat. The trivia contest, uh, chit-chat, hangout, musical jam, uh, Sunday show opening, CMOC, Docker, and Dino Sprite. That should be interesting. Coco Crew Podcast Live. That doesn't happen every day. Uh, Glenside meeting, Sunday auction, and then we close things up. And then a potential off-dinner 
somewhere. Uh, so what has been mentioned before and is probably worth mentioning again, if you ever go to Cocoa Fest, and we hope you come this year and every year, you should plan on being there all day Sunday and not leaving till Monday. Because even though the event closes Sunday afternoon-ish, there's usually a, a dinner. And, and last year's dinner, we went to a fabulous German restaurant, very last minute, right? Extremely last minute. We're in the lobby. And I forgot who, I don't know if it was Alan, if you suggested that, or if it was John T. Robbs, but somebody said, hey, let's go somewhere besides Fuddruckers. <laughs> and and that was my first time having German food, and that was amazing. And the, and the guy who was in the, the, the musician that was there was absolutely amazing. Guy played a million different instruments. He uh, was absolutely entertaining. He was a showman. Incredible. All genres. All kinds of genres. It was really cool. And we had this huge smorgasbord of all kinds of different food and going around the table. Um, and that was cool. That was an unplanned treat. And, and so I learned um, to make sure to plan on being there all night Sunday and flying home Monday or driving home Monday, whatever your plans are. So if you're able to do that, make that part of your plan. Steve, yeah. seven-minute warning. Seven-minute warning. All right. So let's see what have I missed in the live chat here. Uh, so in the live you chat here. about how many people have um, been watching and doing uh, stuff? Uh, you mean like right now? How many people are watching us live? No, um, the statistics. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Uh, but right now we've got 20 live viewers, which is pretty good. Welcome to Facebook Talk, the premier cod- podcast for people who aren't on Facebook. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of recap shows. <laughs> My favorite is a 10-minute podcast that recaps all the major Mac news. Okay. Uh, okay, Thomas Sorensen. Coco Fog has the hardware to do MP3s. Coco FPGA, what else am I missing here? Uh, not that, okay, so yeah, now we have to wrap up our six-hour show. Oh, oh, so um, um, Retro Innovations, uh, Steve Bjork is saying, you didn't get any love in the celebrities section, so why are you not there as a celebrity, Steve? Oh, I just haven't gotten around to writing the bio yet. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, Besides, Frank- am I really a celebrity? Come on. I, I like the term. I like the term "living legend" better than celebrity. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll pass away next year, and then you can't use that. <laughs> and then, it, then it just becomes legend. Or <laughs> really living, legend. living legend. Yeah. yeah. If all the takes is right in a bio, I'll write up one for myself. Then that'll be great. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going, E? <laughs> My name is uh, Bruce, eh? <laughs> but I'm not shoveling snow. I'm working on the cocoa, eh? Hey, hey, Nick Marentes has joined us all the way from Australia down under. Just, just in time just for in us time. to wrap up the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so t- Tim Franklin's saying that the uh, Xpectro was recalled. So maybe this is the new and improved Xpectro. Uh, Alexander Wallace is here saying hi all, late but well slept. Nice to be here, Alexander. Uh, Richard Lorbieski says Wiener Schnitzel does not count as a German restaurant. <laughs> oh, Alan says for your for your um, bio it should be Steve Bjork. You know. The Zaxxon guy. <laughs> you know, that guy who made that game? Yeah, he's the one. <laughs> Solstice mentions, too, Glenside uh, released the new Coco123 newsletter, which is true. Yes, yes, too. very true, very true. The Coco123 newsletter. Is that... Um, 
I'm not going to pull that up though. So we are, yeah, we're just four minutes away from the one hour mark. So if we start the outro now, <laughs> we might be able to end this show at an hour. But no, this has been great. Um, and we got 20 people watching us live, and I'm glad everybody showed up, not only to be here, but hey, Nick, you there, Nick? Nick Morentes. Yes, I am. I just came. Oh. Hey, well, we haven't heard from you. Let's give Nick <laughs> some time here. Lightning talk. Late? <laughs> no, you're just in time. You come, you're, you're, you're just in time for Jim Brain's favorite part of the show. <laughs> you got 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, we'll make time for Nick. We didn't get to hear from uh, so, you much last week. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, uh, what what do you want to hear? <laughs> well, what do you got for us? What's new with, with what's new in your world and your life, uh, especially anything related uh, to Coco? Well, not a lot. Um, I've just been working on that that music uh, player that I mentioned last time. Um, it's coming along slowly. I mean, I, I could try show you some of that, I guess, but I don't know if if that's what you're you're wanting today anybody want to uh, see nick's music player or is we it, can is, save that as we can a save that for your yeah, special yeah, content tomorrow but you're not gonna be able to we were thinking about doing another one tomorrow nick around the same time but tomorrow will be monday for you right yeah i might if, if i wake up is it gonna be um an hour earlier than now well like, right now right now it is going on three o'clock so you're going to do it at two o'clock tomorrow? Yeah, but d if we needed to do it later for you, we could. No, no, no. The two o'clock's fine. I'll, I mean, I'll, I've woken up uh, a bit later this morning because I wasn't sure if there was going to be a show on. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I, I yeah. could, but I'm, I'm just not prepared at the moment to show anything. So if you've got Good. a no. Jim Brain troll section to do now, <laughs> put, put, put that on now, and I'll just quickly set up something so I can show it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. And let's 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 if you can do it tomorrow, we'll save it for tomorrow. Oh well, we'll do it tomorrow. That way, you got more time. How's that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll set up something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have I haven't got a lot to show, but <laughs> just so that people realize, I'm you can see that I haven't been just bludging off. Right. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't want to rush it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's you right. can't rush it. You can't rush a good thing, right? Um, but no, definitely. We're glad you're here because last week we didn't get to hear from you too much. And we were thinking because of the time zone change, it was an hour earlier for you. You just weren't awake yet. <laughs> yeah. So. No, no, that's right. Well, I wasn't awake. <laughs> um, but yeah, tomorrow I'll just wake up an hour earlier and, um, yeah, I'll be on the show. I'll probably have two hours tomorrow. So yeah, okay. it should be fine. Yeah, and tomorrow we're just going to record a show. It's going to be just us. It's not going to be live. But if there's anything on there that we want to extract, like Richard Lorbieski's got a few product announcements or product teases, so we might extract those and make those public. But the episode I was going to record tomorrow uh, is going to go on a DVD I'm producing for Coco Fest for Coco Talk. So it's going to be like the best of Coco Talk with a special bonus episode that we'll record tomorrow. Um, uh, all right. I think I will also... At what time? Two o'clock, normal time, Richard. Uh, Two o'clock p.m. tomorrow, Eastern Florida time. Um, and I think I'll also make that episode available to our patrons too. So for the for the for the few patrons we have out there, like Disney Saints fan and stuff, rather than having to wait for the DVD or have to buy the DVD as a thank you, we'll put that bonus episode out there for our patrons as well. Now the question that um, that Ron Delvaux had was, um, what are the 
the statistics and I forgot to look at those. I know we, we've broken 5,500 downloads. So let me just look at that real quick. And I'll tell you, because we usually do that earlier in the show. Uh, and that's okay. But we did cover a few things on Facebook. We did do some... Uh, all right, so real quick. And so last week's show which was our St. Patrick's Day edition, we got 168 views on, which is pretty good. We had almost 100 views uh, during the live, the live streaming of it. Uh, we had like, like 92 views on the day of, because we had a lot of people on the stream. Um, and then before that, episode 49, Serial Talk got 164 views. Temple of Rom Talk, 165 views. Brazilian Clones, one of the most popular episodes of recent 226 views. And then on our audio downloads, yeah, we're almost at 5,600 downloads of the podcast itself. So thank you all for, for, for those of you who have been listening to the show. Um, and, and there you have those stats. So, yeah, we are almost at the, at the one-hour mark, which I did say we're going to make it a short show today. So I'll go around the room, let everybody do their closing thoughts before we start the 14-minute uh, outro. Um, uh, Mark Overholzer, closing thoughts, words of wisdom, uh, quote of the day. <laughs> uh, well, I'm looking forward to Cocoa Fest, and I'm hoping to have something to demo. And since I got some hardware from David, I might be able to work on that. So Neat. I'm really excited. And thank you, David. Thank you, David. We all have much to be thankful you're, for. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> David Ladd is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Morentes <laughs> he shows up yes. just in time for the closing. That's right. Any well, closing it, thoughts? <laughs> well, I guess uh, it's sort of going to be a good morning, hello all, and goodbye <laughs> for me. <laughs> you do so credit, tomorrow, get credit for showing up, though. So. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wake up a bit earlier tomorrow and uh, catch the show from the start. I no. want the full two-hour, three-hour, four-hour experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right then. Uh, so, yeah. Goodbye. Good day, and see you all tomorrow. Yeah, and Curtis Boyle. I just wanted to thank David, of course, for helping with the Coco VJ stuff. Since we're thanking David for everything else, so he's been instrumental in on in getting the testing and uh, making the builds for Ron and, and Brendan to test with. So that that's been a real big help, and we got most of the bugs ironed out. So I'm kind of getting back into the easy use project again. Thank you, mm. David. You're welcome. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Bruce Moore, you've got a prop there. What's going on with you? This is contains my display for Cocoa Fest. Ah. And it's I got some wooden boards, hopefully protecting it well enough, because this has to go on an airplane. And I've learned that the measurement, you measure the width and the length and the depth. And it has to add up to no more than 62 inches. Oh. And I think I'm at 61 point something. Here. Oh. So I'm, I'm really hoping this is going to not cost me an extra 50 bucks to stick it on the airplane. Hmm. So. I, I like your taping design. It kind of looks like Eddie Van Halen's guitar design. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, was, uh, well, this was Jacob's idea. He said, just keep going around at angles, you know, this way and that way. And it actually seems to be pretty sturdy. So it. Yeah. Yeah, yes. hey, pa Paul Fiscarelli just joined us. Hey, Paul. Hello and goodbye. We're wrapping up here, Paul. Welcome back, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alan Huffman. Well, I've been uh, busy 
spending so much time on uh, Coco projects this past week on the software side of things for the sound player. So it's been nice to be occupied by something than other uh, other than watching Walking Dead to get caught up with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're looking forward to many fine demonstrations from you at Coco Fest this year. Yes. And what about you, Bill Noble? Anything you want to uh, leave us with as we wrap up this short episode? Uh, well, not too much other than the fact that I'm going to be actually getting back into the Coco on a Chip development software. Uh, got a few things I got to change with uh, some of Roger's latest changes. So, got to get that up to speed. Okay. Well, we look forward to having you back in the fray. Rondelvaux. Yeah. Well, you know, I just wanted to say um, the Coco SDC is such a wonderful thing. There's so many different pieces of software on there that I have never used. And I've been booting them up and playing with some of the stuff, some of its games, different uh, utilities and things. And uh, it can burn up a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. that. And um, look at that. Look at that, the high-color picture. Yeah, that looks look yep. good. And I'm um, using my uh, special modem to get on with you guys. Here. Is that, that's that's how you, that's your Skype, your Skype <laughs> yeah. interface? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. All right, guys. Okay, a Disney Saints fan just joined us saying, I just joined thinking that you guys would be just finishing up the intro, only to hear the beginning of the outro. <laughs> An hour into the show. <laughs> yes. Um, and so you might have missed, uh, Disney Saints fan, that we're going to record a special bonus episode tomorrow. That's going to be on a, a Best of Coco Talk DVD that I'm going to release at Coco Fest, but we're also going to make it available to our patrons, so you'll be able to um, see and hear that episode. Uh, tomorrow um, or shortly thereafter so um, thank you for always being here and for your patronage and uh, Steve Bjork words of wisdom well if you're trying to get ready for Coco Fest or you just want a little taste of it you've heard me mention before and I'll say it again get over to discord and get on the Coco Talk channel there's lots of messages going back and forth and virtually every evening, a bunch of us get together, right, Dave? And just chit-chat in voice chat. Very true. Was that an EMP that just went off or somebody has a squeaky no, chair? my chair. Okay. <laughs> oh, All God. Right. <laughs> okay. And it I wasn't just, me. I just put a link to Discord, our Discord chat server in the uh, live stream. Very good. Uh, David Ladd, words of wisdom, parting thoughts. Ooh, parting thoughts. I hope to see everyone at Coco Fest. Please be ready. And uh, do you have your Coco 3 yet? <laughs> I do. Excellent. But no dragon yet, eh? No. You had to rub, <laughs> no had to rub that dragon. in. Had to rub yep. that in, Curtis. Well, after Jesus Mark was showing Christ. it off, you know, hiding under his desk not being used, I figured I'd rub it in. <laughs> rub salt in the wound. No, no desk space for it. Yeah. Got the Coco 3 and... Well, just get rid of that apple there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Jim Brain says, who do I call to get these windbag panelists to quit talking so we can get to my favorite part of the show? <laughs> and last but not least, Grant Leedy. You're going to close well, us out here. I hope to see everybody at Coco Fest. It's uh, less than uh, 30 days away now. Uh, so I'm looking for a good time with all you guys. And I just want to say Dave, thanks, David Ladd, for being David Ladd. 
There you go. <laughs> yep. Thank there you, you David. Go. Second that. Third it. Fourth it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So I'm going to actually do an outro different this time. So I'm oh, going to just switch back to our sponsor card, which is this is all of our major sponsors. As a matter of fact, the only sponsor that's not on here right now is um, is our Patreon site, which you can get to by going to CocoTalk.live. So I just want to rem- remind you to check out our sponsors and community members, uh, CocoVGA.com, uh, Boyson Technologies at Boyson, B-O-Y-S-O-N, Tech.com, Retro Innovations at Go, the number four, Retro.com, or I'm a Troll.com. Um, you can go to I'mACoconut.com for your one-stop shop to all your Tandy Color computer needs. And then you can also go to our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com for T-shirts, coffee mugs, adult diapers, uh, you name it. We've got it. And uh, we've got a full underoos set, too. So if you want to dress up as the Coco Man Great. or the Coco Cat. And by the way, speaking of Coco Man, we lost Jason. So either he got pulled over or he fell off the side of a cliff or something like that. So we lost <laughs> Jason the Coco Man. So thank you to our sponsors. And let's hear some Alan Huffman music here. Let's hear some of our Coco Talk After Dark thing music here. Why not, right? Coco Talk After Dark. There we go. Shortest episode ever. Shortest outro ever. Coco Talk After Dark. Bid you all farewell. Bye-bye. Have a happy Coco Day. Coco forever. May the Coco be with you always. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, everybody. And bye-bye. Later, all. Later, Later. everyone. Bye. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. How are you? Good. How about you? Not bad, eh? All right, guys. We're off the air. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Bruce Moore, author of Force of Doom, and you're watching the original gamer, Stevie Stroke. Only the bravest souls enter. Only the most cunning return. Defeat innumerable monsters to ransom the king's scepter, stolen by the evil wizard. Your sword, shield, and wits are your only allies. Pray you find a magical inn as your only respite in the forest of doom. For the tiny color computer one, two, and three. November 2017, if you dare. Greetings, YouTubers. Atari Leaf here, and you're listening to Coco Talk. What's going on, everybody? Original Gamer Stevie Stroh here, and if you're a fan of vintage computing and retro gaming, then you're going to love our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com. There you will find custom designs by Instagram artist Joel M. Adams. You can get Ama Coconut, Coco Talk, and other cool video game images on a t-shirt, coffee mug, or mouse pack. So if you love retro, then head on over to the retro swag shop at 8bit256.com today. Tell them the Original Gamer Stevie Stroh sent you. Hi, I'm Kieran Anscombe, author of XRAW, and your brain is resolving sensory input into Coco Talk.
Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me. It's Original Gamer Stevie Stro. You know, gameplay. To get your copy of a Gameplay Goodness gameplay Color Computer Gaming DVD today, gameplay head on over to 8bit256.com. There you will find several DVDs featuring Color Computer Gameplay videos by the Original Gamer Stevie Stro. So to get your very own copy of a Gameplay Goodness Color Computer Gaming DVD, head on over to the Retro Swag Shop at 8bit256.com and tell them the Original Gamer Stevie Stro sent you. Hi. There you go. And we're done. <laughs> How long is tomorrow going to be? Uh, whenever. However long we... Four hours? Five hours? <laughs> no, we got to save room for... Well, that could be the DVD at that point. That could just be the <laughs> Coco Talk, the It'll lost episode. It'll be a two-DVD set. Yeah. <laughs> the lost episode. <laughs> Indeed. I can't believe we got it in an hour. That's amazing. <laughs> Retro well, Innovation says, finally, hour, peace and uh, quiet. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, the first couple episodes we did were kind of short, looking at the timeline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then everybody got the gift of gab. <laughs> did you see Jim's uh, comment? Yeah, he said, finally, peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's good, that Jim. <laughs> maybe, maybe tomorrow's episode should be called uh, Troll Talk. We can just troll everybody. Yeah, right. Or, or cocoa roast. Cocoa yeah. Has anybody yeah. tried the new Raspberry Pi for the emulator yet to see if it's any faster? Very tasty. Um, just to give tart. you an idea, the new Raspberry Pi 3B pluses are not coming in static, anti-static bags, Ooh. and mine's locking up. And I checked forms, and other people are reporting the same thing. They're not coming in anti-static bags, and they're having issues as well. Oh, I haven't even opened the box of mine. I'll be darned. Huh. The review okay, I saw well, that's Get ready to do it our uh, return. Much faster. Anti if you need help with doing the returns, Jim can help you. He's quite experienced with this. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ron, you said it was much faster? Yeah, and they said that um, sometimes when you plug in your uh, your microcard, it'll corrupt it. Oh, so wow. So that's a little problem they're looking at also. Okay, uh, so don't so buy one a, yet. It's only a yep. little problem. <laughs> the fact it corrupts the storage device is a little problem. <laughs> little bit. Not always, yeah. but sometimes. Just remember, well, buying the well, first thing of something, you are bleeding edge, and that's what it's going to do to your pocketbook. <laughs> so I'll you hold it off before I stick it in my Raspberry Pi laptop enclosure then. No, uh... Yeah, you should definitely test it outside and... Uh, <clears throat> Give it a good, good uh, testing. The other thing I've heard too, you want to make sure that that power supply for five volts is at least three amps, and you've got a good quality USB cable there, mm. hmm. because it's drawing a little bit more current than the the other one did. And it's supposed to be cooler. Has, uh, doesn't it have a cooling thing on the heat spreader? It's yeah. a heat spreader. It's it they it's a uh, yeah it's a uh, with the heat sink I attach to mine, which now I'm going to have to try to figure out how to get it off if I have to send it back. Um, it's a uh, that power that uh, the heat sink definitely gets quite warm at hmm. the standard 1.4 gigahertz. So. It's not recommended to run it without a proper heat sink affixed to the heat spreader. 
Okay. This is what I got going on. The clear I, case. I put a fan. I put a fan there with a switch. See the switch. <laughs> <laughs> so when it gets warm, I just turn it on and it cools it down. Yeah, but that case also operates as an insulator. Yeah, it's not going to. Well, it's cool. Fl- if I don't use it and I put up this graphic, this graphic uh, makes it warm up. And if I turn that on, it goes back away. You know, you don't you don't get the little. Uh, um, what do you call it? The um, thermometer that shows up when it gets warm. Okay. Well, let me try to get Skype open on my phone, and I will post a photo in the off. Come on, you damn phone! So, is this new Raspberry Pi? Is it a hundred percent hardware compatible with the old operating system and everything else too? I think so. It has faster um, Wi-Fi and faster if you plug it in with a RJ5. Well, it's got got gigabit, but it's limited to 300 megabits because it's USB 2. So, Mm -hmm. according to what I read. So, I'm waiting for USB 3 to appear on one of these guys. Yep. Then that'll be screaming. So, they jacked the price up any on the new one? No. No. 35 bucks. So that's what they keep doing is they wait for the technology to allow them to put more on there for the same price. But, um, yeah, it just, if you could put a USB 3 on there, you could now have a fast hard drive or solid state drive and not have the issues that you have burning out your SD card. Hmm. Also, the slowness of the system is because you're um, swapping on that USB card. Yep. I mean, you know, that flat, you know, not USB card, the flash card. Mm-hmm. So if you've got something that's faster storage, well, I mean, how long, Dave, does it take for you to compile the main image? Um, with a Raspberry Pi 3, at least on my previous one, uh, with proper cooling, um, 24 hours for GCC, just to then turn around and then build MAME, which then takes another 24 hours. Wow. Where a regular computer, you'd probably do it in about an hour. Um, my current desktop takes about eight hours. Eight hours to do it? Well, you, that's, that's your current desktop. Remember our discussion about <laughs> SSDs and how they'll improve the performance? <laughs> As I said, once we get you set up with an SSD, you're never going to go back to a spinning hard drive. Okay, so this is David's case that he just put on. So you put a heat sink. That, is that your heat sink on top of it? Yes. The big airfoils on it? It's aluminum. Yes. Now, is that um, is that an open air case, or is it got like a clear panel in there? That's, that's the official Raspberry, Raspberry Pi Foundation case. But is that open or is that clear clear glass? Oh, that's open right now. Okay, so that is open. So that's open air. So basically like passive cooling. There is a cover that just snaps on top, but I obviously don't have it on it at the moment. What is Jason posting here in these pictures? Oh, he was posting pictures. Is this like his Skype on his phone, what it looked like? I don't know if he did that by accident when he was trying to mute himself. 
<laughs> He's posting these damn screenshots. The message has been removed. This one says canceled. So who knows what the hell he's doing. All right, guys. I am going to get going, get ready for our little uh, family bowling event this afternoon. But um, thank you all for being here, definitely. And, and hopefully we can get some more of us together tomorrow. And um, Indeed. And do a little something. All right, cool. Okay. Good luck bowling. Don't oh, hurt yeah. yourself. <laughs> yep. Oh, here's something interesting I learned today. So I've been playing um, Assassin's Creed Origins, which takes place in ancient Egypt, and they keep referring to BCE. And I've always been I've always been familiar with like BC before Christ. I knew that, but BCE, right? So I had to look that up. That was before Common Era. That's the now the new term for that. So there's yep, and then ACE after Common Era instead of AD. Um. Which I didn't know. I'm like, what the hell is this BCE thing? Why'd they add an E to BC? <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. So it's one way not to teach religion in the schools. All right. Even though the uh, unit of measure is based on religion. Yeah. <laughs> How important was Jesus? Well, he reset the clock. <laughs> He's like daylight savings time. Yes. <laughs> Cool. All right, guys. Well, I'll catch you all later. Uh, I don't know if anybody will be around later, but maybe we can get get together on Discord or something this evening when I get home. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm sure we'll, some of us will be here. Okay. Hey, Steve, don't right. forget to turn off the recording. Uh, yeah, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> okay. Take care, guys. Thank you for watching Coco Talk, the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. For all things Coco Talk, visit us on the web at cocotalk.live. We'd love to hear from you. Send feedback, suggestions, even segments via email to cocotalk at cocotalk.live. If you love the color computer like we do, then visit imacoconut.com for all your color computer needs. Consider supporting the show with a purchase of merchandise from our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, then visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash Coco Talk would not exist without the community and its cast and crew. Thanks go to Curtis Boyle, David Ladd, Mark Overholzer, Grant Leedy, Bruce Moore, Rick Adams, Rom Delvaux, Richard Lorbieski, Jim Brain, Nick Morentis, Karen Anscombe, Simon Jonason, Wayne Campbell, Steve Batson, Brian Joyce, John Strong, and Barry Nelson. Special thanks to Steve Bjork for production suggestions and Brian Joyce for our Best of 2017 episode. Please help support the Coco community by visiting some of its contributors. The Coco Crew Podcast at cococrew.org. Glenside Color Computer Club, host of Coco Fest at glensideccc.com. Jim Brain and Retro Innovations at go, the number four, retro.com. Tandy Assembly at TandyAssembly.com. Cloud9 Technologies at Cloud9Tech.com. Boyson Technologies at B-O-Y-S-O-N-Tech.com.
Hey everybody, this is Bill Noble, co-author of Nitrous 9. You are listening to Coco Talk Live, the leading live Coco Talk show. Good day, mates. This is Nick Marionettes, author of such color computer titles as Donut Disaster, Rupert Rhymes, and Rockstar Pilot. And I am here today to tell you about the world's most fabulous operating system, OS 9. OS 9 and its current incarnation Nitrous 9 is the most advanced operating system ever created. And what makes it so good? Ease of use. I find OS 9 so incredibly intuitive that I haven't once cracked open the user manual. And yet I've been able to create such incredible games faster than the time it takes to sing Walsing Matilda. Using OS 9, I expect my next game, Funstar, will be done this weekend and distributed exclusively on ROM cartridge. OS 9 forever. Any resemblance to actual events to persons living or dead is purely coincidental.